one of my goals for this year is putting together some amazing travel experiences for my friends and family. And I'm here to tell you all about Get Your Guide, a foolproof way to guarantee these amazing memories on a trip you will never forget. You can choose from over 100,000 travel experiences in the United States and around the world, all locally vetted and expertly curated. From the obvious tourist must-sees to under-the-radar gems you could only hear about from a local, there is something for everyone. It's time to let Get Your Guide do the work, so you can just sit back, relax, and have a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Want to take a New York City deli tour? How about a pasta-making class in Rome? A before-hours tour of the Vatican? Or a jazz music discovery tour in New Orleans? These are just a few of the things completely possible with Get Your Guide. No matter where your travels take you, Get Your Guide offers the best way to connect with your destination, with the expert help that makes it that much easier. You deserve it. Don't wait any longer. Take my advice and give yourself the gift of an unforgettable travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. Safe travels. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel. Ryder Strong. And Will Friedle for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. It's organic, non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. I can tell you firsthand, I quickly became obsessed with the pink apple. It really felt like I was drinking a soda, but healthy. Low calories with an impressive taste, which as you probably know, is not easy to find. It's been a great way to start my day, that's for sure. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Hey, are you listening to us right now on some headphones? And if so, how about a little ASMR? ASMR, I don't even know what it means. Even more than ASMR, we're here to help you. It's time to learn about JBuds Mini from JLab, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. It's perfect for on-the-go listening to something amazing like Pod Meets World. And we've got a deal for you. Use the code WORLD25 for 25% off. Oh, what a deal. Visit JLab.com now to find your kind of tech. And remember, World 25 for 25% off. So do you guys have something pre-show chatter-wise you want to talk about? I have something very briefly if you want. Great. Was it update on your urine room? It is. <laughs> okay. It is. All right. is it really? It is. Okay, great. Let's we- let's take a moment to hear the update on urine gate. On PP room. <laughs> yes. Urine gate. Urine gate. Um, so I can I can hear my own thoughts. I'm so happy. Oh. Have have either of you ever had water damage in your house that has to have a water company come in to fix it no no but my mom has and i was around for that yeah so they just they cut open your walls and they Mm. take everything and then they put in these giant fans fans in every room and these huge that have to run 24 7 and we have them in two different rooms of the house going all day and night Mm, long for the last four or five days and I shut them off to do the podcast. And it's just, I, I'm probably not going to say anything all day. I'm just going to sit and quietly listen to you speak. 
because it's just being able to hear again is mm. the nicest thing. So wait, in the world. you're gonna have to turn them back on after. Oh we're yeah, done the recording. second we're done, oh. they go back on. How much and the, water do they have to like? What were you talking about? Like puddles in your it, wall? Yeah, in the wall. Well, because I thought it went under the house, it actually didn't. It turned out the rain blew it through a bad window and through the roof, so it soaked oh. the carpet, mm. and then the puddle sat under the carpet, which then soaked up on the walls because we didn't know what it was at first. So now, mm-hmm. if you, you can see, it looks like it's just white as snow. Or my bookcases used to be back here like I'm actually shooting in like the middle of a blizzard <laughs> um, but it's they, they, the room is just ripped to shreds it's down to the studs all the way out there with just all this equipment that I have to go and turn on again and then it's Sue and I yelling what do you want for dinner what do you want for it's dinner the, the craziest yeah it is insane so I'm just very Silence. happy to just Silence quietly yeah hear what y'all now have you to just say. get to hear the dulcet tones of Ryder oh. Strong and Daniel Fisher I will hear ears. those dulcet do tones do either of you sleep with white noise no oh man I sleep I go to sleep listening to podcasts mm. or audiobooks though so well, would that, wait would that phones. count because I guess technically we go to sleep to Mash or Seinfeld so I can, and it's kind of white I guess, I guess no because of... it's a focused noise wait you right? turn on the television and fall asleep to it doesn't don't, don't Dude, our like, TV's on all night oh my god long. it would drive me crazy I mean I oh, think no. I did that when I was younger but yeah. now I would just feel the pressure to stay awake like you have to keep your eyes open to see that's what's why happening. we watch something yeah. that we know and if and right. if one of us falls asleep and the TV shuts itself off uh, occasionally one of us will wake back up and turn it back on at like 3 o'clock in the morning so that is your version of white noise because yeah. it, you almost can't sleep if you wake up and notice it's off you're like well now I can't sleep without that yeah. noise running in the background it feels very right. still it's like not having, uh, even when it's cold in our room, which we like, we'll still have a fan on because yeah. we need the air to move. It just feels very still. So I guess there's probably people out there who fall asleep to Boy Meets World. That oh, might cool. be like their like, I would think. Lullaby. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We have a really loud laugh track on our show. Do we? Do we? Yeah. People have commented. You've never heard that before? No. I've had like multiple people say to me, you know, the Boy Meets World laugh track is extremely loud compared to other mm. shows. Which It's I, funny. You know, I'm yeah. not even sure I've noticed the laugh track at all in these episodes we've been watching. Yeah, I almost feel like I've completely tuned them out. I have oh. to agree. I feel the same way. So I actually had a comment about the audience with this episode. I was oh. really aware of the audience. Yeah, we'll get into it. But like, I felt the audience's presence. They gave two applause moments that were really interesting. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it because I was I was really aware of the audience this time. I was like, oh, this this show was on fire. Yeah, um, I did notice there was like a big clap in the ho- one yeah. of the hallway scenes. We can, yes. we'll, we'll talk about that. But speaking- it's Blake. Blake gets applause after yes. he leaves. And then Will gets applause on a line. And, but they Which really lost it at me falling off the chair in the yeah. beginning. In the and very beginning. That, like, yeah, it's like that physical humor like escalated the audience. So I was, yeah, it's so funny. You I was, set like, the really tone. I was thinking the, the same thing. Time. You set the yeah. tone for kind of where we were going. A big over the a top big, laugh yeah. riot. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of audience, we recently got a comment from a listener, and it comes from her name was Pengian Angela on Instagram. And she said she was in the studio audience for the live taping of Notorious, the yes. episode we recapped two weeks ago. And she remembers as a core memory that Ryder and Will sang the Animaniacs theme song and Stay wow. by Lisa Loeb into okay. the mic between scenes. <laughs> so she asked for confirmation that this is something you guys did or would have done because she I almost feels like she makes it up. I don't know the Animaniacs theme song. What is the Animaniacs theme song? I think what she's talking about, you sure she's not, was Notorious, was Jason in Notorious? I think so, yes. 
Okay, so you sure she's not talking about Jason doing, because he would go up to the studio and do the United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. He'd do that whole <sighs> long Animaniac song. That's but I don't know the. I mean, I know the Animaniacs theme song is like "We're the Animaniac," but I don't know it either. I mean, that's right. the most I know of it. So I know the Tiny Tunes. Remember the Tiny Tunes theme song? We're tiny, tiny we're tuny, tiny, we're, we're all a little, little loony. loony. So I would have maybe, yeah. but I don't know if I would have sung that. And <clears> "Stay" by Lisa Loeb was that even out yet? I feel like that. I don't know. I guess it must have been, but I I mean, I definitely loved that song. I actually did an episode of that other podcast, um, the 60s songs to define the 90s. I I told you guys, I did an episode on Lisa Loeb. um, If anybody wants to go listen to all of my thoughts about it. It's great. The song Stay. But yeah, so but I don't think I would have sang it because I'm a horrible singer and I'm very insecure about singing. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe she meant, mm. she might have meant Jason doing that Animaniac song because he would, you know, Jason, he's going to, if there's a microphone around him, he's going to grab it and do whatever. I don't remember him doing that. But yeah, I mean, that definitely sounds more like a Jason thing than, I mean, I don't think I would have grabbed a mic and sang. Well, (laughs) maybe as a joke for a couple seconds, but yeah. We're not we're not so sure about that one. Yeah, Angela, we, we were hoping to to verify that you were not making it up, but maybe you made it up. <laughs> maybe I you don't made know. It up. Mystery not solved. Well, yeah. I didn't. Did, I mean, did you guys interact with the audience that much? Yes, I did. Y- you did. I don't remember. I, loved it. I didn't. I always yeah. kind of. I loved it. I would is... always talk with Mitch, and then I talk with the audience, and then when we started our dance, we would do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the I dance was the a dance. big thing. Yeah, but, the dance I, and was that huge. was like the last season. I don't know if there's any. I mean, there's some footage, but I don't know if there's any like. The entire dance that we did. I, I mean, mm. we have some footage because we used it in our video that we showed at the end of the year. But right. I, again, I don't I think, think it, it was the entire, the entire dance. Did it? I don't know. Do you guys want to yeah. tell people about the dance? Um, yeah. How did the dance start, Will? Was it, it was something it you started and ben with came up with? Ben and Ben, I, yeah, Ben and Ben. And so we would we would fake dance to. It started with just the two of us fake dancing to a Backstreet Boys song. Yes, right. which was I want, I it, want that it that way. Right? Yep. Yeah. And then Matt Lawrence came in, who, right. again, that was a stupid addition for a number of reasons. One, because he could actually sing and dance. And two, because yep. you could see his abs through his trench coat. <laughs> so it was that <laughs> made made, uh, automatically bad. made us all look bad. And we'd actually sing along with the track and sound good. And it was just horrifying. Right. And then, Ryder, you held out the longest. And then you saw us rehearsing one time. You're like, well, wait, I want to do that. So then well, we made you jumped it a in. bit. Right. Yeah, the bit was that like you guys try and get me to join in to yeah. do it. I say no, and then I came bursting in halfway through the song with and did like much a round enthusiasm. Off. Yeah, round I did like yes. a round off. Yeah, because I was and the it, only and athletic. It culminated move I could Ben's do. like taking his shirt off. Yeah, and throwing Ben would take his shirt off and scream and at the audience. <laughs> and we loved doing it. The audience loved it, and the crew hated it. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a nightmare. They hated it because they'd have to pull everything to the side. It would be another half an hour because by the time we got done talking and singing and doing it, it was. 20, 25 minutes on show night where, right. you know, yeah. everyone just wanted to shoot and get home. So it'd be like, <laughs> we're doing the dance and every, yeah. And you look over and the crew is just like, you sons of uh, yeah. These so, guys. Yeah. So it was fun, but. That um, was so fun. Yeah. That was good. I well, welcome dance. to, what? I cannot dance. Oh, I said. stop. No, really. So no, hard really. on yourself. No, I can do a lot of things really well. Stuff episode. That's all you need to see. That's all you need to see. Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. 
Hi, I'm Danielle Fischel from Pod Meets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. And who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? I know that if I had it, I would build myself a much bigger shelf to house all of my D&D dice, Batman toys, and fantasy novels. Yep, nerd and proud. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs in the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discounts with four lines all in the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel. Ryder Strong. And Will Friedle. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a health aid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and health aid kombucha is leading the way. So what exactly is health aid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy, and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up from me. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. So today we are recapping Season 2, Episode 7, Wake Up, Little Corey. It originally aired November 4th, 1994. The synopsis is that Corey and Topanga accidentally spend the night at school while working late on an assignment. In the morning, they find out that the entire school thinks they slept together. Wow. Directed by David Trainer, written by Jeff Minnell and Glenn Merzer. Guest starring Danny McNulty as Harvey Harley Kiner, Blake Soper as Joey the Rat, and Bob Larkin as Janitor Bud. So jumping into our recap, we start in Turner's classroom. 
And uh, should we talk about Turner's tie? Yes. Yeah, but I I have this is where the the the, the I want high def cameras like our show was shot at such a low resolution that I'm like squinting at the screen trying to figure out what's on his tie like I couldn't see what it is I thought it looked like dominoes with the at symbol on it like you know (laughs) like it did it was it kind of looked like a an at squiggle right on dominoes because they were like you know rectangular shaped and there were three of them it doesn't really make much sense i don't know what it is but i I I don't think southwestern style you know Mm. like just like patterns And I thought dominoes. So, but they w- it it could be the at symbol because the at symbol no. wasn't a thing yet. No, no, it wasn't <laughs> actually the at symbol. It just right. looked like looked a like squared it. off version of the at symbol. Like if the at symbol could have like squared, like rounded squared edges, that's kind that of what it looked what like. We were all paying attention to not the word sex. Yeah. Well, that's I had written that down. I love that you've got <laughs> sex, love, and 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 scandal Slam. written oh, on the scandal. board, okay. right. and yeah. everyone in the class is at thirteen is asleep. I know. That's the point. That's I the know, joke. but even with sex, I mean, that's the joke is you walk in your place, you go, sex, now that I Everybody. got your attention. Yeah, you right. know, I, so you got <laughs> sex in giant letters on the board. I know. Uh, so that's exactly right. Mr. Turner is teaching Shakespeare. He's writing love, sex, slander on the chalkboard, and uh, the entire class is asleep. Uh, mid-lecture, Sean falls out of his desk, dozing off. Big laugh from the audience. Super funny. Huge. Yeah, this is where the audience really goes for it. I was like, yeah. wow, they were Feeling us this night, Ben really kicks me. <laughs> really, guys, I, de- no, I, I don't know how we got away with it. I, I was wondering. It just looks. I watched it twice because I was like, obviously, I wasn't actually hurt, but he full on kicks me, and I was like, was I wearing a pad or did they add a sound effect after? Right, the fact? Yeah, probably because a sound it effect. sounds like he really just goes for it. It looks like he really goes for it. It's like that's cool. Like it, I mean, it, it's a, it makes the joke funnier. But I was trying to figure out how we got away with that. Like if I, I will guarantee, something? knowing you, even at that age, you said to yes. Ben, "Really kick me." Kick me. I yeah, know. yeah. I, I will did. guarantee that's what happens. He was pulling his punches, pulling his punches, and at one time you just went, "Dude, just kick, kick me." me. Yeah, and this is you why got I one should never shot do stunts. That, right, because I which always is, hurt myself. Yeah. Actually, yeah, punch I'm, me in the throat. Yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. you're that guy. So I'll bet you idea. anything that happens. I'll go ahead and actually jump from the helicopter. Okay, right. yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah. So that'd be you're me. that guy. It's so Ryder, a.k.a. Tom Cruise. That's yeah. that's always been your nickname. Uh, so, I, I mean, also, I'm not going to not mention. So happy to see myself back in Turner's classroom. I know. Topanga's arrived. I mean, I was I was so happy. Um, Mr. Turner defends Much Ado About Nothing, but Topanga says they can't relate to the characters in this book at all. And the class compares the romance in Shakespeare to the juicier and more shocking romance on TV like Melrose Place. Which, the minute they said that, reminded me of all the years that all my friends at school were allowed to watch Melrose Place and 90210, and my mom would not allow me to watch those shows. (gasps) Really? Until how old? I I, I think by the time then I would have been allowed to watch them, I had outgrown the idea of even caring. But I was just not allowed to watch that stuff because my mom was like, again, it's sexy. Every Wednesday night we get Taco Bell, Spencer and I, when we live together, we get Taco Bell, far too much Taco Bell, and sit and watch Melrose Place. It was mm. the great. And I was like, I've never this, this, this show's episode. the worst. And by episode four, you're like, oh man, what's Sam going to do? Or whatever their names were. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's, you're sucked <laughs> into this thing. It's horrifying. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was not they allowed to watch it. They teach a lot of Shakespeare, by the way, at these schools. Lots of Shakespeare being taught. Yeah. Wait, is this our third Shakespeare reference? It's third or fourth, yeah, where it's, it's there's yeah. they teach a lot of Shakespeare. I also think 
that Willie Shakes, which is what I call him, right. would would have <laughs> absolutely loved being compared to Melrose Place. Yeah. Um, I and think YPD he, Blue. And why? And why? Yeah, exactly. I think he'd love that. So. Well, Mr. Turner sees the point, the the class's point, and they he assigns a video report using the modern medium of television. Sean compares it to a documentary and says his uncle was once in a documentary where they put a big blue dot over his face and changed his voice. So smart. Same so family. funny. <laughs> yep. Yep. Crazy family. We're developing this ongoing joke. Yep, yeah, but I like it. I, I think it's this funny. Is, I, I yeah. think this is a fun. I love the yeah. jokes about the different uncles. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I think I I thought uh, no, it was the one just later about my mom smoking when she was pregnant. She's pregnant. A little dark. Oh, I know. That's awesome. I thought that was so. <laughs> good. Did you like it? Yeah, I was I like, did. God, this is twisted. Oh, but, I thought it was great. But the uncle thing, I think, is hysterical. Like, I I we could just keep creating and you know fictional uncles. I, I wonder how long we're going to keep doing that. Do we ever meet any of my uncles? We met my parents, obviously, but I don't think I ever had an uncle on the show. I, I feel the, like we did meet one uncle. Is he had to because uncle did I, the guy in the camel flat with the he I, I I forget the actor's name, but he also did a very famous Seinfeld episode and you meet him at the trailer park but I don't know if that's an uncle or just somebody who lives at the trailer park mm. God, I'm so curious I mean we definitely have a Thanksgiving episode at the trailer park yeah. but I think that that was with Ethan's family right I don't, I don't know. know man I, it's yeah so Mr. Turner asks the class to pair up and of course Corey and Sean look to each other like they're obvious partners but then Turner explains it has to be boy girl so they can interview their friends and family and then Corey and Topanga lock eyes which I thought was a very cute little moment between the two yeah. of them. Topanga's back. Topanga's back. Yeah this feels like it's you know finally continuing yep. yes. what was set up in the first season. It's yep. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, does anybody remember was there any sort of like set up for us about like, hey guys, we're doing a big episode about sex. Do, did anybody, do you guys remember getting any sort of like, no. No, I don't either. I think no, we just I think if anything, the cast and not telling us. They're not going to tell us who's, no, what the I think if anything, the big thing about this episode was that we were going to be doing a documentary style show. Like I, it, if, right. if anything, I remember episodes where we did that because there's another episode where I'm like getting out of the shower and Ben's filming me. And mm -hmm. we did in the first season too. There was, yeah. Yeah, we'll make that face. You remember that? There, no. There, I remember yeah, the, there's, the, there, there's the, multiple episodes yeah. where we did this sort of style where like, and I think it was because it was new, you know, yeah. the whole idea of yeah. like filming each other and everybody can have yeah. a camera. Um, and it, what was so funny about this episode is I realized this episode is a precursor to the office or those mockumentary shows like there's a lot of talking head jokes in this episode where it's just like here's an interview um and i was like oh this has become a standard form at the time it was really weird um and, and it, it to me it felt kind of jarring watching the show, well when did guffman come out because guffman was guffman the one that made out. it like oh my god ben yeah. was the one who introduced me ben, to waiting for ugh. guffman and we went to his house Perfect. during lunch one day to watch it because we had a big break in the middle of the day and ben was like you've never seen waiting for guffman <laughs> and perfect. made me watch it and it was you know, instantly one of my favorite movies of all time. It's and then perfect. Ben and I never stopped quoting it yeah, for right. the seven years of yep. Boy Meets World. That's about right. So funny. So we continue into Mr. Turner's classroom. Mr. Feeney walks in and asks Turner, what's up? That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. I know. So, uh, so I love that we are now just the show is really leaning into the idea that this is the new relationship between them where Mr. Yes. Turner comes up with a fun idea and Feeney tries to ruin the day and say, like, that's just not the way things should be done. And there's this fun dynamic between the two of them. It's really <sighs> great. I like it, but we're f like six episodes in and it's been done three yeah. times. Yep. Well, Turner's going to do something and Feeney's going to say no and then they're going to find out Turner was right at the end. It's like, how many times can they do I the know. same well, I thing? I like the tension, but I Me don't too. like the resolution. 
Right. I like, like them together. Every time it's, it's like, well, are we just learning? Because, I mean, we talked about this with the Mr. Joad episode. I'm not quite clear on what we're learning. Like, I'm not right. quite clear, like, who's right. And I don't know. It feels messy to me. It doesn't feel like, and it, 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 I don't know. It feels like they're 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 creating this tension because it it is fun to watch these characters vie with one another. But there's no resolution. So it doesn't, like, I guess in a way, I wish somebody could be right more. <laughs> like, right. I wish Bill had a better argument or Tony had a better argument and one of them actually won one of these arguments. Instead, it's like, and then it all works out yeah. kind of because of, not because of anything they do. Like, it's always because of something Corey does. Or right. But I, I don't yeah, know. Ultimately, trust your student. Exactly. I That's what I was going to say is that ultimately what they're arguing over is, if given a lot of freedom, will kids will. do the right thing? Right. And Mr. Feeney wants to err on the side of don't give them the chance to fail, even though, truthfully, Feeney's an unconventional teacher, too. That's it's, the part that doesn't make any... The first season sets up Feeney yeah. as this, like, Sven Gali wizard right. behind the curtain where he lets life experience dictate more than like that's more important to him. I mean, even you think about the geography episode, like yeah. he's willing to tank the entire geography quiz to right. teach Corey this great life lesson. So it's it's kind of a false to me, it's a false dichotomy you know, between him and Turner just for the sake of, you know, storyline. There's and, there's no way yeah. with the way they set him up and not to go back episodes, but there's no way, for instance, with the way they set him up that Mr. Feeney would not understand the benefits of possibly reading a comic book. Right. right. He right. just would. He'd get that right. you were reading and you were learning about mythology and he would turn it into an entirely new lesson. So yeah. I get where they're going with this, but. When it started with this again and Feeney walks in the room, and again, I love seeing Tony and Bill on screen. I yeah. the two of them together that's are it. I think that's why they kept doing this, is because, yeah, Bill saying, What's up is one of the funniest. Like, you just want to see Mr. Feeney contending with Turner. Yeah. But yes. again, it's like, Oh, here, you're doing this thing and you're old school and I'm new school and it's not going to work. It's like, Okay, this is the same freaking thing again for like the third time out of five yes. episodes or whatever. But if you take yourself out of being a 40 something year old adult, <laughs> critiquing it from the standpoint of story and plot and yeah. what each character yeah. is doing and you just watch it as a teen or a tween and you go yeah the old guy and the young guy of course they're going to you know yeah. so i i can if you suspend your disbelief and decide even though it's a little sh it has a shaky foundation you love seeing the two of them together oh, the two they're of them together is great they're fantastic great. together and, and seeing and, and seeing them yeah. have conflict and seeing yeah. them have yeah. tension is is funny yeah. So I agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think we right. just need to look at it like, you know, I don't know what the alternative. I mean, I wish there was like, like writer said, if, if they could have real conflict and one of them be right and one of them be wrong. But right. going back to one of the things we always loved about Boy Meets World in season one is that life is a lot of gray area. And yes. Boy Meets World was really good about showing like your sure. teacher and your dad can both have very valid points and Absolutely. they can be on totally opposite ends of the spectrum. So we're still kind of writing that line. See the I, see the critique, but I actually still really just enjoy their conflict and their energy together. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. they could have written to it. I think I think you could have had Tony literally say like, George, is this going to be every week? I right. come up with something and you tell right. me that it's bad. Yeah, probably. And he walks out right. and you get a big joke on it. I mean, like right. you could have done something like that. So again, right. I, I get we're 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 trying not to bash everything, of course, but <laughs> it's like by the time you've seen the same story nine times. Well, let's like, see oh, how okay. it develops. I'm, I'm yeah. curious. Oh, you know, I love the, yeah, that's the other thing. The I love the episode. I really yeah. liked the episode, yeah. frankly. I me thought too. the yeah, pacing was amazing in this episode. This right. episode felt fast and engaging. And uh, yeah, I, I really love the pacing of this episode. Just I felt they could have done this a little better. Yeah. Frankly. 
Well, as predicted, Feeney says the halls are talking about his video assignment to the class and he doesn't seem very happy. He seems to know about the things Turner is doing within half a second of him He's doing it. He's got a microphone hidden in the classroom. That's what I was going to say. I feel like the classroom may be bugged uh, and he's just wait- he's just watching and waiting to pop in there. So uh, Feeney says he's giving his students video cameras to talk about sex, and that's growing up way too fast, and it is not a teacher's place. And Feeney wants Turner to teach them strictly the book and to avoid talking about sex. Turner says, it's just a little project. It'll be fine. And Feeney compares it to Dr. Frankenstein's little project. Great. And then we are the from the POV of Corey's camera. The project is now underway. Corey and Topanga are reporting from the hallway to report on the romance at school. And it is right here when I noticed I had a cold during the yeah. I did too. I wrote that down. Daniel has <laughs> I didn't a cold. notice it until the, till the AV room scene. Oh, I was really? like, Danielle sounds like she, yeah, it was like Daniel something you said right at the beginning of the AV scene. I was like, oh my gosh, she is sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs> I for sure had a cold, which is unbelievable because I currently have a cold while we're talking about this episode. Again? It's the curse of the episode. Again. Can you believe that I had a cold at 14 and I have one now? It's- I meant that you seem to be getting colds a lot this year. luckily the last cold was at the end of last year this is my first cold of this year but i will say worst cold i've had in five to ten years really so sick. you sound okay really and yet you still showed up to do the pod yeah the show must go on i'll be honest i've missed you guys i've missed doing it we've had a little bit of a break (laughs) we've had a couple weeks i missed it too and i not just missed you guys and doing the pod i one night was putting the kids to bed and thought Sad I don't have an episode of Boy Meets World to watch for the podcast. Oh, I, oh, I was so like, cool. I wish I had an episode to watch. I mean, I could have watched it, but then that you know would have defeated the purpose. But yeah. I, I did. I felt like huh, I wish I had. I wish I had that to do. So anyway, I, would, nice. I wouldn't have missed it today. Um, uh, just very quickly about the the showing you and the coming into the camera. This is how mm-hmm. I know I'm getting old. It took about 15 seconds for me to get nauseous from watching the camera moving oh, really? around. The hallway You've the always time. been that way. Not, like, when I, I was younger, you I could do about it. Shaky cam footage. Oh, in no, but that's just not like. It this I was like oh, gee, actually oh like actually well, got nauseous really machine shaking around yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I love uh, the energy but I was like oh I'm old this is oh, this I'm uh, getting I nauseous. thought it was hysterical by the like third time the camera pans to the left and like for <laughs> yeah. no reason and Corey's running around I was like oh right they can't go anywhere else because right. if we turned around. <laughs> There's no walls there. Yeah. There's yeah. just the studio audience. So I just love it's the most sitcom thing ever that there's nowhere to go. It's like right. literally we can only point one direction. Yeah. So Corey keeps running through the halls, but he's only going to the left and then back to the right. <laughs> now, do you, do you both Can't remember this? In through any doors. You know, this there's was there. done. Even the moving camera stuff and everything was done in front of the audience, right? Yeah. I don't think so. It was, really? think oh, it, oh, I think it was. I don't remember. It was. Okay. I, I think it I was. I remember. Uh, I would have assumed that they um, they did it. They, pre-sh- they pre-taped it? Pre-taped I don't know. It, yeah. I I th- I'm pretty sure we did it. Yeah, this time it would have been a camera on someone's shoulder, and right. I'm pretty sure we did it in front of the audience because I I have um I have memories of like saying that line where I go, well, some people say you know sex great anywhere yeah. anytime. Like I have I have but a we feeling. Had to have playback. So we would have needed the playback of all, and they would have had to have edited all yeah. the playback for the oh, for the final for scene. The, so the, we would have yeah. we, we pre-taped everything. Yeah. There's there's almost no doubt in my mind that we we had to have pre-taped because they have to have picked the takes to then use for the playback later. Yeah, so. you know what, and you know what, because what I was going to say is I have memories of being hyper aware of how the audience reacted to me talking about sex because like me mm-hmm. actually saying the word sex was like in you big. know a big deal yeah. in my mind. So you remember that about this week? I do. 
I remember wow. it being like, a, like, I can't believe I'm going to talk about sex. And see, I, people. It's, it's so funny because, you know, we've, we've obviously belabored this point to death about, about how, you know, we aged up our show and, and all this stuff. I like, I really like talking about it super frankly, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like this, yeah. this is better to me than like the making out and like yes. pairing off and all the sort of sexy stuff. I like, it's really, it, to me, it's like a really cool thing to hit it head on. What's, what also was interesting is when we choose to actually say the word and when we don't, mm -hmm. like, did you guys notice that? Well, like, I when, think it's when, what, which, who, who's saying it? Who's saying it? Yeah. yeah. Because like you can say it, but then mm -hmm. when we go to Mr. Turner and Corey's like absolutely actually confronting him, have you had yeah. sex? He can't say no. it. He's like, have you actually, you know, the other thing? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, right, because it probably would have been uncomfortable for a kid to be asking a teacher, have you had sex? Yeah. So he has to like imply the question. But doesn't asking. he also not say it when he's talking to Joey? Does I think he? he also doesn't say it then. I think it's okay, more so about Joey the fact that it's it, right? Corey. Yeah, because yeah. Joey says yeah, it. Sex yeah, yeah. is really Everyone beautiful. Everyone says it but him, I, I think. I think it's Corey who's, who uh, is, he does say it to his parents. And he, no, he spells yeah. it out. S-E-X. I need S -E -X. you guys to be mature about this. We're talking about S-E-X. -E right. So, <laughs> so does, I, does he say it at all? I don't think he, I mean, I mean. Yeah, because no, because then in the in it later when he apologizes in the video, he goes the other thing, and and You're maybe right. I would have had some experience with that person who I didn't have that experience huh. with. So I honestly, and I think it's I think it's a deliberate. I was gonna say that's a choice, character choice. Yeah, that this that character, the whole idea is that he's not there yet. He, it's right. new to him. The world right. is rolling over him, and of course, Topanga, who has already in you know talked about being comfortable with her body and and that she would be like. Sex, sex, totally fine. That she, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But for little Danielle, I was like, I can't believe it. I'm going to be talking <laughs> about sex in front of people. Oh that God. also, That's you know funny. what? If everything was pre-taped, it also makes sense as to what you were saying earlier, Ryder, about the reaction from the audience because they only saw it once, so right. they didn't get they didn't have to sit there and watch it they over and over and over again. So they watched it one time, and that's why the reaction was so fresh and so big. Right, because we'd know by take four, they'd be kind of fake laughing or what you know that kind of stuff. So they obviously saw it one time and moved on, but. Was, we have our second NYPD Blue reference. No, here it, it is. It was the biggest show. It was the biggest it show in the world. It was the biggest show. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, w I wanted to comment on. It's like, yeah. it, it looms so large. Yeah. And I wonder if it has lasted for people the same way. I don't think I it don't, has. Right? Can you, can you even get it? I mean, can you even I, watch I NYPD like, Blue? Like, people talk, I think anywhere? what happened is like Sopranos came out in the yeah. late 90s, early aughts, and just changed the game for everybody. So yeah, everyone yeah. still talks about the Sopranos. But actually, the Sopranos... You know, NYPD blew walks so the Sopranos could run. You know, it's like, <laughs> right, right, that, yeah, yeah. like it really is. It's it was a groundbreaking show at the time, yeah. and I I've never seen an episode, so I don't know. But it's, you have it's, it. It was oh, interesting it's to me that it's just didn't last. I mean, here we are doing a rewatch show of Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. Boy Meets World, in some ways, has lasted more <laughs> right. longer and had a sort a of more cultural, cultural impact, impact than yeah. NYPD blue. If you want to yeah. see some phenomenal close face acting, David Caruso in NYPD Blue. Will close face act better than anybody? What is close I mean, he's just face? right here. He's right here on the oh, actor's other person's he's right. Oh, he's right there. He's, okay. Speaking ooh. of, did you guys? Did it make you uncomfortable to have close-ups on our show? Like it made me extremely uncomfortable did to see no. people's face. Well, my own face this close. Oh, it, it's like we never get this close except right. yeah. in this episode. This is the first time we've ever had close-ups, yeah. and I was frankly very uncomfortable with it. Oh. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't notice, and right. it didn't make me uncomfortable. Danielle, um, did you like your performance in this episode? Because no, I thought no, my you were really good. Mm -mm. Your performance is great. No, it's great not. in this no, episode. No, thanks, guys. But it's not. 
there were moments. There were moments that I that where I felt more comfortable and I was like, hey, that's decent. And then I'll show you, I'll tell you where they were when we get to them. But no, I wasn't gonna harp on it because no one wants to hear me complain. But um no, when I finally have a performance that's good, you'll know because I'll come on here with like confetti and throw but no, I <laughs> you were it was great. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. I'll tell you where the moments were that I thought I was decent, but the the rest of the time I can I can tell that I was nervous. And honestly, right. I hear myself now. Um, I don't say it in Michael's voice. I say it in my voice, but I go, Danielle, slow down, slow down. Why? Why are you racing through things? That's my biggest complaint about my performance is not not living in the moment or, you know, facial reactions or any You're of that stuff. Too fast? It's just no, too fast. I, I just talked too that fast. That perfect with the pace of this episode, you know, too. I'm so curious when you think you... <laughs> learn how to act like where it's going to be we'll find because it because i to or, me it's like you've are you've arrived as a presence i don't you know like i mean it's hard it's hard to judge act, acting you know especially for kids like i don't know like i i, I you seem you, and i've said this before you seem so confident yep. yeah like and that presence is very hard for a 13 year old girl to have and you have it and so like that is the accomplishment you know that is like the defining characteristic of Topanga that like even when we have guest stars like they may be good but they don't have that like poise no. that you bring to this which is essential to the character and it makes it so I mean it makes it possible for you to be like take me Corey which we get into later and it and for it to make the viewer uncomfortable because like oh, this woman this this child is a woman you know yeah. like this person is like very like I don't know to me you that also, is a great accomplishment you also and that have is, to have to have a certain presence to be gone for several episodes and then and, come back and, and it's like you like never this. left yeah and well, so yeah. that thank to you. me was amazing yeah. yeah uh thank you both and i will i will say i actually i agree with that i definitely feel like topanga is a presence yes when she's there everything feels different yes. and you're aware that she's there and right. To a certain extent, you don't want to take your eyes off of her as a character. You don't? Like yeah. you no, and are, Ben is bouncing around you. You can feel it's like a Ben's great Corey comes to life with yep. Topanga. You know, it's yep. like that presence is just, it's such a great dynamic. And that's yep. only possible because of your presence, like as, a, as an actual human being, your presence. Yep. Um, so that, yeah, to me, that is enough of an accomplishment. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, guys. Now I'm going to cry. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Danielle Fischel from Pod Meets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% .9 of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund. And give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. 
It's the refund that keeps on refunding. And who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? I know that if I had it, I would build myself a much bigger shelf to house all of my D&D dice, Batman toys, and fantasy novels. Yep, nerd and proud. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs in the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discounts with four lines all in the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel. Ryder Strong. And Will Friedle. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a health aid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and health aid kombucha is leading the way. So what exactly is health aid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst quenching. A little sweet and a little tangy and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up for me. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. So we enter Corey Vision. I can't believe we're just like in the second scene yeah, here. Of this. Okay, oh so God, we sorry. enter Corey Vision. Page one, line one. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's bringing style to the project. And Topanga is playing a news reporter. The school bell rings and everyone leaves and no one ends up in the hall. So Corey asks Topanga what she thinks about sex. Does he say it there? I wonder if he says it there. I don't know. Okay, I don't know either. Now I'm gonna go, go back I'm gonna check. I'm gonna yeah. go back and check because I do yeah. feel like maybe he does ask her directly, Well, what do you think about sex? And that may be the only time he says it. Hmm. And she says, Well, sex is a goal for boys. It's something they're after and they don't know why. Corey then says he has to wake up the audience and he starts yelling about a car chase. Corey's <laughs> camera ends up on Joey the rat, who is exiting the boys' bathroom. And Corey asks him what he thinks of sex. The boys' bathroom, which is now was Mr. Feeney's no office, longer Feeney's no office. longer weenie. Yes. Yep. Oh my God. Exactly. It's, it's now a bathroom. <laughs> and Joey says sex is beautiful, especially in a monogamous, loving relationship like marriage. And then jokes if he can say hi to his kids and walks back into the bathroom. <laughs> to, so funny. And he gets applause, applause, right? The yeah. audience gives yeah. him applause, which is so cool. It made me think a couple things. Uh, well, first of all, where's Ethan? I know. Thank Why you. is Ethan not in this episode? It's very he, bizarre. Yeah. Doing something. He must have had another job. Yeah. Or, but or I, we I talked about, he... again, we talked about the fact that when Danielle is in episodes, right. budget, budget wise, budget wise, they would have to cut they would the have star. to. So you've got Harley, yeah, you've right? got Janitor Bud, you've got all the, and yeah. there's probably one guest star too many. And it's like, That's who probably do we not what it was. need? They literally right. just didn't have the budget. Yeah. But the other thing that this applause with with or with Blake's moment here made me think is that our episodes have if have been airing like the mm-hmm. audience likes him like they know who he is so they're yeah. they're like willing to go with this character yep. in a way that they probably wouldn't have a, a, you know an episode or two earlier so it's just cool to see that Blake is already like part of the cast and the audience yes. loves him yeah. and he is hysterical oh he's, he's hysterical. so funny 
He is he's so, so funny. present too. Did yep. you notice like all his little like facial like faces he's making? He just Even is when, like, that character. When, yeah, he's just such a good yeah. actor, and he's so in it and committed to this character. Um, and you know what's what's funny is it's not Blake's way like i don't think no. people would, would know this but when blake is off camera he's not he doesn't make these faces no. he didn't like he didn't hold his hand under his chin these but no. he, he's doing a real character from yeah. start to finish and like the second the cameras were off or we'd stop rehearsing he would just be back to normal he didn't have yeah. that accent totally right. normal it's so funny and yeah. like i think it was will who had pointed it out that it, there's like such a musicality to the way yeah. he says everything it, that yeah. it's yeah. just it's amazing. gorgeous he's it's singing. just yep it's so like yeah. Can I say hi to my kids? Yeah, he's so he's amazing. So then Topanga interviews Sean, who says love is the most amazing, rare, and precious thing in the world. Topanga asks if he's ever fallen in love, and he says five times a day. This is a big gif. Yes, yes, it I'm is. Saying this is a GIF, but it's I, a big GIF. Really, I never knew what it was from. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, why was I talking to camera? Why was mm-hmm. Topanga interviewing me? I couldn't remember it. So now it finally makes sense because uh, yeah, a lot of people have sent this one it's around. It's very memefied. People yep. love it. I I have always seen it and know exactly which one it's from because I remember doing it. Um, I also remember doing it mostly because I think this may be the first time I'm ever on screen with just Sean. Um, you know, obviously oh, it's supposed to be Corey huh. behind the camera, but right. I remember when we were shooting it being like, this is fun. I'm working just with writer. Like I, I I'm doing something kind of alone wow. with Sean. So I always remembered it from, that's you know, so al- also this episode is a big Topanga episode. So that's, yeah. it's, it's a thing that's very salient in my mind as being like, you know, this was, this was like, I remember a lot of moments from this. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember any of it. Uh, my clothing <laughs> is really horrible in this episode. Just, I'm just going to make that blanket statement. Oh, that's funny. You guys I didn't, didn't notice? even notice it. No, oh, my I God. I, I just have giant, like, even this this outfit for this scene is like a weird vet. I don't know. It's like somehow they went back to multi, multi-layering and mm. big shirts with, like, sleeves that go, like, they're short Pasture, sleeves, but they go past right. my elbow. It's a lot of that. And it's just right. quarter like, sleeve, rocking the three quarter sleeve. Ooh, Love yeah. it. Ugly. When, the, <laughs> ugly. when you do that with pants where they're halfway between your knee and your ankle, you call them shants. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know so, what the shirt version is. Shirts? Long sleeve, no, short different. sleeve. I'm not sure. We'll have Shleaves. to figure, we'll figure it out. Sleeves. Sleeves. Short, long sleeves. Sleeves. So Harley pushes Sean out of the way and threatens Corey about shooting a documentary in his halls without paying him a fee. And Corey offers to put him in the documentary as a trade-off. And he said, ah, he does say it here. Think of it. Sex. Starring Harley Kiner. Harley Kiner. Yeah. Harley is interviewed in a leather jacket and sunglasses. So 1950s, cute. 1950s. He goes back yeah. to the, what is Yeah, like? that's his cool style, man. He probably, yeah, I don't know. He, he obviously really loved that style as a character. Um, and I thought it was so cute that he like got all dolled up to be in his yep. documentary. And then they, he gets asked a question and he freezes up and he forces Joey back in the frame to answer for him. That's cute. And then Topanga tries to turn the camera on Corey, but he refuses, saying he's a behind-the-camera guy and she doesn't have his vision. Topanga asks Mr. Feeney his opinion on sex, and he says, not on school property. And also, be careful with that valuable equipment. And then Corey asks Mr. Turner. Yes, it will. You know what's so funny is that I didn't remember that that came back. And I said to producer Jensen Karp, husband of this podcast, I said, (laughs) "Um, huh, do you think he said that? Like, and it was also supposed to be a double meaning, like, like a, a double entendre. Yeah, like a double you entendre for the audience. But do, but do you think? But you I didn't remember it. 
Maybe, maybe part yeah. of me remembered it, but then when it came right. back, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. the ball. So the globe rolling over Corey in the beginning is like the world crushing him. Right? Oh, yes. Oh gosh, That's I'm so glad you like. pointed that out. Yeah, I wanted to point that out to everybody. Oh, thank you. Will. Also, uh, no sex on school grounds, but people making out all over the totally place, like to- to- <laughs> just tongue deep in each other. And he's like, why would I break that up? Gotta <laughs> love Feeny. Gotta love Feeny. <laughs> he's got layers, man. He's got <laughs> he does. layers. He does. So Corey asks Mr. Turner, what's more important, love or sex? And Turner says love is the most important thing in the world and that it is the only thing that makes sex worth having. And then Corey asks him if he's ever been in love and he says, no, but it'll happen for me someday. And then Corey says, well, if you've never been in love, have you ever, you know, done the other thing? thing. (laughs) And then he said, because, you know, if not, then it wouldn't have been any good. And Turner abruptly ends the interview saying, who are you, Mike Wallace? (laughs) (laughs) Just great. Very I funny. I think, I think, for some reason, it's a Christmas tie in this episode, in this scene. Really? really? Tony's got something that looks very, very Christmassy. Oh, so it's just kind of strange. He, he went through like well, six ties this episode, by the way. So we would have been, no, it's too early for her. I'm just saying it looked very Christmassy. Go back and mm. check it out. Yeah. I will. Mm. I'll go back and check it out when I count how many times Ben says sex. Nice. <laughs> Back at home, Eric tells Corey and the camera that he's very romantic and single. And he makes a plea to the camera to any woman watching. Oh, Will, you're so funny. Your character is girl crazy. No, but you're so funny. So funny, Will. My dad, my dad, this is the episode. My dad, if anybody knows my dad, retired, you know, captain in the Navy Reserves, is a lawyer. He's 84 years old. He still works 12 hours a day. There is nothing staged parent about my dad at all my dad saw this episode where the only line i had was like this one small scene and was livid he was convinced that i was going to be written off the show (laughs) because of he saw the the like harley character coming in he's like this new young teacher they're taking the show another way and in his head this was the culmination and he did something he'd never done before he called my agent he's told me oh the my story. gosh like, i called your agent because how can he only have because of this episode he's because that was the only part i had was this small and i'm going dad there's some episodes you're in a lot there's some okay. you're in a little well, there's no, some this you're means da- you win your dad wins the stage parent i award know because Dude. my parents i mean i'm trying called to- <laughs> my agent my dad my dad who doesn't do any he pulled of out the stuff. lawyer big guns. He Dude, was like, you've got my call. son is going to have more lines. And it was my dad telling my, and then my agent going like, you know, this attorney Fredell, because nobody calls my dad Gary. Attorney Fredell, Captain you can't, Fredell. you know, you got to, it's okay. It's fine. Some are going to be bigger. Some are, but to this day, he talks about it. It's like, I was convinced you were going to be Chucky Cunningham right off oh of that show. No, oh my God. No, we should have called Michael. who we should have called. Oh, you yeah. Call your agent. I, I'm your not agent even sure Michael would have because Michael would have been like, don't worry about it. He's got the two episodes from now. We're going to make him stupid. Is, He's going to be fine. Which is the fact. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was, again, I never had a problem with it, but That's my, so this, funny. this was the episode that my dad like lost it. It oh was amazing. Gosh. Wait, wait, and what's amazing about it is that you actually steal the whole scene. I know. Like it's a great, even it's though you're only scene. in this one yes. scene, it's great. The parents are barely in the episode. And I mean, they've got some stuff to do, but it's, that's, it's about, Learning about sex at 13. That's what the yeah. episode is about. Okay. So, what, yes. Okay. So what is Betsy's tie thing? I know. Did you guys know? Her, her awesome little... neckerchiefery? What, what is that? <laughs> I, I literally was like, is I that know. a pen? 
in a bow tie? Like I didn't. I've never no, seen anything like that. No, they have a name. They haven't. It's not oh, a. They're, they're, it's like there is a, a name. It's not a Bellini um, or whatever it's a called. Bolero? A not a Bolero. Bolero. That's it's, a guy. That's the like the yeah, western there's, tie, yeah. Right? yeah there's a western tie thing where it's like that i think that men wear right like mm-hmm. with the it's not an ascot class not an but ascot. this was i was i was staring at it it going, looked like a pin like a lapel yes. pin like okay. a and then okay. but then holding but it's like a the, little mini bow tie yeah out of metal fascinating yeah. and then i just was like noticing that her and rusty like they they're, the way they're dressed is like like they work in offices or well you know, didn't we learn that betsy is a gallerist yes now she yes. runs a gallery i guess yeah and so he's she's the manager of the classy. grocery store so he would be dressed up i guess he, he would, would be he would have like a tie on at least i'm yeah. sure as the manager okay. um, also maybe they were aware they were going to go on camera for Corey's project you know, so it's possible that up. they may have been like, they let's get dressed up. Themselves up. I don't know. Yeah. It just felt it just felt different than season one where yeah. they, they really emphasized their blue collar status. Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we had all those other characters coming in and they're like, oh, yeah. they're rich and they or whatever. Right, yeah, in yeah, in yeah. this case, I, I don't know. It's just interesting. They, they you know, especially guess Betsy. She just looks like she's more professional than she yeah. was in the first season. I want to yeah. know the name of that thing she's wearing. The, the neck. I know. Free. Well, I know we'll look it up. Okay. Well, we can also ask Sarah when she comes on the show. Yeah, that's right. She keep, we keep, she keep a list of. I was going to say we're a running questions. tally of, of yeah. all the questions. Producer we're Jensen Carp, husband of this podcast, will you start a list? Yes. Of <laughs> Everything stuff. gets passed to producer Jensen Carp, husband of this podcast. So now on to his parents. Corey asks them their feelings on sex. Amy says sex is like voting. It's a privilege that you use when you're old enough. Alan agrees and says you just go behind a curtain, you do your thing, and then you do it again four years four later. Four years later. <laughs> and then we are in the school video room oh and uh, will you got applause too yes where you pop back in oh when i pop back in and kind of grab the lens yeah i'm the guy i was like oh my god the audience was just loving our show yeah Yeah. again and it's because i think you're right we pre-taped all this stuff so they get to see it once they pop through it's high energy and you're well, off. I think I think a writer falling out of the chair in the classroom would have been in front live. of the studio audience. Yeah, so yeah, it right. literally kickstarted them into like, Set this is going to be funny. Yep. Right. But this is also this this whole sequence is where I had the thought. I was like, oh, this is this feels like an office episode yeah. Yeah. or a Parks and Rec episode. You know, that mockumentary style. It, it, we were we were ahead of the curve, guys. Boy meets world. Hi, I'm Danielle Fischel from Pod Meets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund. And give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. 
It's the refund that keeps on refunding. And who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? I know that if I had it, I would build myself a much bigger shelf to house all of my D&D dice, Batman toys, and fantasy novels. Yep, nerd and proud. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs in the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discounts with four lines all in the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel. Ryder Strong. And Will Friedell. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a health aid kombucha in the morning, and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and health aid kombucha is leading the way. So what exactly is health aid kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy, and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up for me. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Uh, so Corey and Topanga are editing their documentary and Corey is messing with the edits to make it seem like Topanga saying she loves sex anywhere, anytime. Topanga calls her mom to say she's at Corey's house and will eat dinner there, which is a lie. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And Topanga. came off like that. Like, you lied so quick and easy. You had yeah. done it a thousand times before. Yeah, Topanga's lying to her mom all the time. With um, the phone that is readily available in the editing room in, in the middle of everybody, of course. Well, right? of course. This is a professional <laughs> news studio. You never <laughs> know when you're going to get the the uh, immediate 911 of new editing update. Yeah, when you're going to get your page I love that to editing call somebody. this, like, 30-second video is going to take all, all night. night. But it also isn't completely unrealistic because you had to deal with those tapes. I mean, yes. like, I'm, it was did you guys VCRs. ever edit anything back yes, in those days? Yes, it was two yeah. VCRs. I remember, you had to go I back mean, and this forth. Is when I first started doing like directing stuff when I was a teenager, that's how you did it. I mean, this yeah. is how Boy Meets World was edited. It was like yes. tape to tape. And you would have like all these systems of different decks and it like you'd have to test every edit before you could record off to it. It was like such a, oh my God, kids kids these yeah. days have no they idea. They don't know. It they was don't such know. A they process. do it on their phones. It was such a process. So hey, at least they... your phone was punch button. It wasn't <laughs> rotary, which is good. <laughs> the Then Corey calls Amy to say that Corey is at Topanga's house, but he messes it up. He says he's at Corey's house. Topanga takes the phone, fixes it, and then they go back to editing. And Sean is on screen saying that love is cool, especially when she likes you more than you like her, because then she'll pay for stuff. Topanga <laughs> is disgusted, and Corey Poor is joke. so proud. This is one of says, our first, like, Sean's poor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also, even if you're not poor, I could totally see a guy being like, yeah, get her to pay for stuff for you. Get it's, her pay for me. it's cool. Why not? Oh, man. Um, and Corey yells, that's my best friend. They watch a video of Topanga. That was a Michael Jan note. 
I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, the rubbing think? your hands together and going, do you think? He's, my best he's like friend. literally He's doing a Michael, such a Michael Jacobs. I wrote that down. Yes. Like Michael note. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That is yeah. a definite it's a Michael, Michael Jacobs. line reading. Not a yep. note. It's a line yeah, exactly. reading. Exactly. Right. Michael was like, line. do it this way. Yep. And Ben did it that Rub way. Rub your hands together and say it like there's such a He's Michael my Jacobs best thing. Friend. Yep. Yes, you're right. Okay. Did it bother you guys? Did you catch the big mistake? Oh, what? When you are when we when we're showing the television screen with uh-huh. Janitor Bud, you can see extras passing behind the TV. So oh. what what that means is that they shot the the insert of the television in the hallway while we were oh. shooting in another seat, which makes no sense because it's supposed to be a close up of the TV in the AV right. room. But you can oh, see, see an extra pass behind the TV. And I was like, whoa! Why? Well, would, why why would was you there a person that? in there? <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Makes no sense. I did yeah. not see that. Oh, that's crazy. funny. I was like, what, what reality are we in? Like this, I, I don't know. We'll see if our, any of our listeners noticed it. But it I'm sure somebody did. I did not notice it. That's so funny. I didn't either. Um, so Topanga says she just needs a little 10 minute rest. Corey says he'll work on the project. And then later that night, we're in the Matthews living room. Amy is worried that she hasn't heard from Corey and she tries to call Topanga's parents, but they're not picking up. Alan jokes that the kids might be voting. Which died. This yeah. is the one time the audience did not get it. And I was like, that's actually a funny joke. It's a great I callback. Know. I yeah. thought it was a great callback, but yeah. the audience didn't get it. And I had this thought, maybe it's maybe it's because it, the earlier voting joke was a playback and they only heard it once. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, that could be And it. it didn't land because then this would have been like three scenes later and they had only just watched it once on a screen. So I don't know. I, I, I was like, why it's did a great this joke. get a... Yeah, because it's a yeah. really funny callback. Yeah. And it didn't get a laugh at all. It was like, oh, poor Rusty. Yeah. The audience didn't go with him. They were they were giving Will applause, Blake applause, and then crickets. And to your point about the noticing the laugh track, why wouldn't they have given Rusty a laugh with a laugh track? There? Right. Michael used to always say, I have a button that thinks you're hysterical. Yeah. So why not? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So then the next morning, we're in the Matthews living room. It's 7 a.m. Alan fell asleep on the couch and Amy comes downstairs looking for Corey. Alan says he's sure he's in his room, but then he doesn't know for sure. So he says, wait, let me go check. And then the school hallway and the video room, Janitor Bud runs into Mr. Feeney in the hallway and pulls him into (laughs) the video room. Did you guys catch how... Bill Bill is such a good actor. Just the way he turns to look at Janitor Bud, you just know he can't stand, can't stand him. I know. <laughs> like, I just saw the entire history of, like, Feeney having to deal with Bud every day of All his life. All these it years. Was just in his, like, yes, Janitor I Bud. I know. Well, he stops and he's like, was like, the oh face my he God. makes as he's turning to him yes. is great. <laughs> so good i was like i i want to see more of this dynamic which we of course we do but man i, I, was just, I just died i was like of course bill gave this whole backstory yeah that he can't moment, stand like him just yep. one look i know and you yeah, can t- there's la- i think it's later or maybe it already happened where he goes not you where he, there's later, such disgust the in his voice joke. It, but it's <laughs> just so yeah i love that they, i love that he can't stand him and janitor bud by the way is completely oblivious to it yep yes yeah <laughs> still writing still writing adults really well still writing yeah. adults really well yeah. they have their whole other thing going on which is great so he pulls mr feeney into the video room to see cory and topanga sleeping on the floor together and he says i tried poking them with my mop and <laughs> then i wondered maybe janitor bud is the feeney narc who's always running in there telling him what what turner's doing in the classroom <laughs> janitor Bud's always coming to let him know <laughs> that's possible so Mr. Feeney wakes them up and says they have a lot of explaining to do. And then we are in Mr. Feeney's office. Feeney is on the phone with Amy, telling her that the kids are okay. Corey says he needs to get home and he needs to shower. But Feeney tells him to sit and he explains that there are consequences. 
Corey realizes Mr. Feeney thinks they slept together. Corey cannot believe it. And Topanga explains what actually happened. Mr. Feeney is going to think of a punishment. I love that joke where he says, this requires swift and decisive action. Um, <laughs> while I figure out what that is. Uh, and yep. Topanga asks Mr. Feeney if they can keep what happened between them. And Feeney agrees. But as Topanga walks out, I notice that Feeney, like, I, I had, I don't think I ever thought about it at the time, but the reaction Feeney has after we walk out could have been taken as just, oh gosh, what am I going to do with the situation? Or what I felt uh, like watching it. I'm not going to be able to keep this under wraps. How naive that she thinks. Right. This is not that this is something that is not going to be everywhere like wildfire. And I don't think I ever thought about it that way, that he is already disappointed because this is the kind of thing that you can't are. control. Exactly. Yeah. Hi, I'm Danielle Fischel from Pod Meets World. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, host Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund. And give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. And who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? I know that if I had it, I would build myself a much bigger shelf to house all of my D&D dice, Batman toys, and fantasy novels. Yep, nerd and proud. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs in the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discounts with four lines all in the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel. Ryder Strong. And Will Friedle. I've got to tell you about something new I have been trying. Since the first of the year, I have been drinking a health aid kombucha in the morning and I feel amazing. I've wanted to make sure that gut health became a major focus for 2024, and HealthAid Kombucha is leading the way. So what exactly is HealthAid Kombucha? It's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching. A little sweet, and a little tangy, and very refreshing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. And I know that a healthy feeling can start with your gut. And so starting my day with Health Aid Kombucha has been the best first step to achieving this, right when I wake up. It's the kickstart I need to make sure my energy is up and everything starts with a healthy outlook. 
And it's the perfect replacement for those sodas that come with fast food meals I pick up with the kids. It really gives you that sparkling beverage feel you might be used to. Thumbs up from me. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. So we are in the school hallway. Corey and Topanga come around the corner and everyone starts clapping for them. Sean says Corey is a god for spending the night with Topanga. And Corey says all they did was edit. And Sean says, call it whatever you want, but you're the man. Harley and I Joey. know every one of these extras, by the way, now. I know every yep. single mm-hmm. one. We've talked about this. There's not a face that I don't recognize perfectly, including yep. the guy right behind, I think you, Ryder, who was from France. So he had the oh. thick French accent oh, yeah. and was always there and the nicest guy in the world. He was one of the stand-ins on Trojan War. Like this guy, I worked with this guy on multiple right. occasions. I he was just, the, and I saw him. I was like, "There's the French kid." Yeah, I know all these, all these extras now. It's great. So Harley and Joey stop Corey and proudly ask if Corey slept with Topanga, and Corey stumbles. But when asked if he's the man or not, he alludes to the idea that yeah, he is the man. And Harley says, "Let's go celebrate," and then has a spray paint can. I guess they're going to go graffiti they're gonna, they're something. Like, sure. Yeah, they're going to graffiti right. stuff. That's how you right. celebrate? Yeah, like you do in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> go spray paint something in the bathroom. Let's do and, it. And uh, you know, Topanga is watching this the whole time from leaning up against the lockers. Uh, she hears this conversation from afar, and two of the older extras look Topanga up and down, and she storms off. And Mr. Turner has also watched this whole thing go down. And then Feeney pulls Turner into his classroom. Feeney says Turner's project is out of control, just like he predicted. Feeney says the attitude of sex hasn't changed for 400 years. He gave them an assignment, then he left them unsupervised. Turner says he trusts them, and the assignment isn't in yet. Feeney says it was a terrible assignment, and he should have nipped it in the bud. And Janitor Bud says, what? And Feeney says... Not so, you. Not you. It's such a, it's like, I. this had to come from rehearsal, right? Like, yeah. why would you, I think they probably saw the way that Bill reacted to Janitor Bud in that earlier scene. And they were like, this is a great dynamic. We got to bring this back. <laughs> yep. And then found a way to just insert this one joke. Because I was like, why is Janitor Bud in this scene? Yep. And it was like, wow, just for that, for that joke. Yep, We're going to nip that. it in the bud. What? what? Yeah, I know. I thought it was funny. And again, to writer's point, Bill just so sells. I hate you in just two words. Sick of Bud. (laughs) Then we're in the Matthews kitchen. Corey is grounded, but Sean comes in and asks if he can sneak away because everyone is waiting for him at Chubby's. They are all saying he's a god. Corey explains he's under twenty-four hour surveillance. Alan walks in and asks why Corey is a god. Sean lies and says it's because of how well Corey was raised, and then makes a (laughs) joke about his sleeves were. Just out of control. Oh, I wanted to ask you, what's the ring you're wearing? Did you notice your ring? No. Did I have a ring? You're wearing a ring on your right ring finger. And it looked like, did you used to have a ring that was a heart inside of a, like, a heart inside of a thing like this? No, the only ring I remember was just, it was, I think... Onyx is that the mm. the like a black stone? Yeah, it was just a circle. It was just a circle like black stone. Yeah, mm. it I, looked like a silver. God, like I thought a silver that was center. like predated Boy Meets World. I didn't remember I ever. Man, jewelry is starting to become in full effect. It gets crazy yeah. by about like se- seasons four or five, but we're we're getting there. Wow, we're just starting with the drug. I we're wonder, full, fully addicted a, by season. Well, if it four was my five. ring, because I mean, I remember I definitely wore my own necklace for years on the show. Me too. Multiple necklaces for years on the show. There was a silver one for my girlfriend. Yeah, and then there too. was like a blue. There, I think there was like a, a homemade beaded mm. one from a girlfriend that I wore. And I took then, a picture of it. It's not great. Um, no, it's actually terrible. I 
It looked more silver. It didn't look like a like onyx. So well, if it was my own. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, would they have given me a ring? Maybe. You might have asked for one. Did you did you weld it yourself? That's pot. Did you smelt the metal? Did you smelt it? Huh? Whoever smelt it dealt it, Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a ring when I was a kid. I, I don't know where it came from, but I, I, I'm remembering, I have a vi- vision of it in my head. So if it was my ring, that's the only one I ever, I don't think I would have asked for a ring. Um, hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have to say that Rusty walking into the kitchen just came off to me like super pissed death. Yes. And yeah. it worked. Like mm-hmm. it was just no nonsense. Why why is he the man, Sean? Like it was, I felt like I was a little kid again. Yeah. And dad In was trouble. pissed. He was yeah. so yep. good that just his face, I mean, it was there was nothing sitcom about that moment to me. It was no. he no. walked in and he was angry. No, and, and nor man, should there I felt be, it. right? Like I love yeah. that 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 in the the sense of like Corey getting in trouble is great because it yes. should be right. Like I mean, yeah. this is a, it's really serious. Like, yeah, yes. to be spreading rumors or to taking credit for having sex at thirteen, yeah. like that's crazy. But yeah. man, Rusty, just that, just with that look in that yep. one line, I was like, I, I shrunk. Oof. I was like, oh man, he's well, ooh, he's pissed. And I also like that in this case, it is. Alan and not Amy that it's yeah. it's yep. there's no attaboy there's yep. none yes. of it no. it is yep. it is True. dad is overhearing right. oh excuse me yeah, yeah. and it's and, such a great contrast because you know the people applauding and, the, and calling him the man and Sean being all stoked on it like it did bother me I was yeah. watching this episode going oh that sucks right. like why you but know it's very why, real it's very yes, real it when you're real, 13. It is. Even you know? his response, little like little kids, when we, when you're a young man, it would always be like, oh, yeah, I slept with her. And it's like, because you fell asleep next to her. That's such a, an excuse that, that kids would make. Like, well, I technically slept technically, with her. Right. You would hear that kind of stuff. I thought all of this was done very real. And it was just the way he sold it. Just that was, was yeah. nuts to me. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, so you're right. That was a great moment. Um, Corey explains to his dad that people think more happened with Topanga than really did. Alan asks if he cleared it up, and Corey admits he didn't because even his bullies want to take pictures with him now. And then Amy <laughs> enters to tell Corey that Topanga's in the other room, and he asks if he can, she could lie and say he's not there. But Topanga walks in, and Alan and Amy leave just to make this harder on Corey. Topanga says she's not doing great, but she heard Corey is doing fine. And then Corey begins to defend himself, saying the rumor is just something that's going to go away in a few days. It's just talk, not a not a big deal. And Topanga says, you want me, Corey? Then take me. Everyone already thinks you did it, so go ahead and do Shocking it. Scene. It was. It, it was really was like, Ooh, Intense again. Intense. Yeah. So great. I remember the rehearsal for this scene. Really? And the, t- and the taping of it, because this was a scene that was really important to Michael. And Michael right. had of the very specific way he wanted me to do this. He did, and I remember learning the lesson, the acting lesson about um, don't be angry. Angry yeah. is the easiest Anger's thing you could to go to. Yeah. Don't yeah. play angry, because I was playing it angry. It was coming across as angry. Right. And he explained to me how if somebody is, you know, angry and they're flying off the handle, it's not nearly as scary as somebody who's in full control of themselves right. and is really locking eyes with you and challenging you. And I remember being a little overwhelmed by what was being asked of me because already, mm-hmm. as I've talked about, I was such a sheltered 
kind of naive kid. I I was just amazed that I was getting to even say the word sex on a set, much less having an episode be about whether or not Topanga did have sex with someone. And then the idea of offering yourself to somebody in a way of like, well, then let's just do it if that's what you want to do. Um, it was, I remember thinking, I don't know that I have it in me to, I, I don't fully, I couldn't possibly fully understand what was being asked of me, mm-hmm. but I also really did understand how I needed to play it. Like th- with the confidence of if you're the man, then be the freaking man. Yeah. Um, and so I, I could see, like, I, this is one of the times where when she's saying that to him, you want me, then take me. And I could I could see in my little Danielle head being like, oh, I'm nervous. And I was kind of maybe racing through it a little bit. God, but, you don't come across as nervous. Yeah, <laughs> really? not to me either. No, oh, so you come, you're so grounded. Ugh. And it's shocking in the best possible way because yep. it's like, you know, we're in this sort of like Corey mindset of like yeah. Ooh, you know maybe he can get away with this maybe he's not really in trouble and okay maybe his parents are mad at him but sean still likes him and right. then when you make it personal and about right. like basically your honor you know or yeah. like yeah it's wonderful and it's like it's yeah it's yeah. it's not we even about friends. other people it's about yeah it's yeah, about we're the friendship friends. how could you have done this to me well like, and that's the scene. part that i i was like yeah that was good so when topanga tells Corey she wants her good name back Corey jokes that topanga isn't really a great name to begin with and topanga says that she used to think of him as i know great joke yeah. she used to just think of him nice as a good friend humor in there yeah. and now she just doesn't like him and i yeah. in that moment i was like man that stings yeah, well, yeah. It. I mean, that's. It's like, I can't believe you did this to me. We were friends. How could yeah. you? How could you do this? I mean, it, that's all you can say is, how could you even think yeah. of doing this to me as a friend of mine? And that yeah. came across, and it was that. That was a. I thought from Rusty walking in, and actually the whole scene, even with Ryder coming in, because mm-hmm. you think the scene's going to go one way, and then yeah. Rusty walks in and takes it somewhere completely different, and then you walk in and take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. This, the whole scene was just riveting all the way through. It was yeah. so well written. It was so well acted. And Everything I love that about it's it was personal phenomenal. too. It's Topanga yep. and Corey talking to, to each other. You know, it's not in the school hallway. It's not nope, in the right. classroom. It's not about other people. It's like her coming to him face to face. It's such a valuable moment. I mean, it's it such a valuable lesson and yep. it's just really well executed. And Ryder, you're right. Awesome. That joke of the, some might argue Topanga is not the great. Uh, it, it's the perfect place for a joke for Corey <sighs> to try place. one more time yes. to add some levity to the scene. Yeah. See if we can work. joke about this and yeah. she just will not yeah. let him off the hook, which yeah. is great and the whole anger thing michael used to always say to me don't ever play angry mm -hmm. if you have to play angry play drunk Hmm. that's what he would always say to me if you have to play angry play drunk that's weird i mean i definitely i've definitely heard many times over uh in different acting contexts like you don't you can't play anger like Mm -hmm. it's such an amateur Mm -hmm. acting thing to to play anger because what anger is is usually a reaction to being hurt Exactly. Sure. And so you have to focus, you know, as an actor, you focus on being hurt or you focus on what you want from the other person or, you know, you don't focus on presenting anger because that right. is, is so clearly. Yeah. It's also you know, never it's like, funny. That's the thing. Right. Anger. You can't pull off anger is funny. It doesn't. It doesn't work. You can. You can. Uh, pull, no, I think you, I, well, I think that was the, you can't. I think it's the point of the drunk joke or the drunk note yeah. for you is that that's the way to make angry funny because Honor, yeah. I, 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 I don't think it's angry as, then I can funny. see you as Eric in later seasons being like what do you mean like getting yeah, into this sort of mm, like angry again that's thing not anger it's, it's right. not you know that's that playing right. the emotion of anger if there is such a thing because like, you're there's, right that's more of a reaction to being hurt there's no, room there is for no everyone's anger. opinions no there's no. not 
Danielle. There's just writer things. <laughs> See, maybe angry could be funny. And you are saying that maybe angry no, is just not the thing I'm that's right. actually making All it right, funny. Let's and think, and so, I'm try, I'll try and think of a time when anger is funny. You know? actual, okay, when actually playing angry is funny. Cause there's, well, I mean, I think, no, yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, Will Ferrell's entire career is playing he's not, but I don't think he's playing angry. Yes, I think he's his, ta- bit, his bit with like what, what started his career is on his SNL audition was him doing the parent trying to cook barbecue, trying to like right, cook burgers while again, he yells at the kids. I guess, I guess what I would say then is actual, the actual emotion of what anger yeah. would be right. doesn't ever come off as funny. No. Taking that and putting the twist on it to make it comedic, but then it's not anger. You're taking it to... You know, do, do you exasperation. Ex- yes, or, it's it, it, you know, stressed it's, out. You're not actually angry at the person because that's know. not I, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna push us. I'm gonna push us. We got to get back okay. to this recap. All right. Okay, All right. we can we can get back to you guys having a debate at dinner. Mr. Turner's classroom with the assignment done. Mr. Turner is putting Corey, putting in Corey and Topanga's tape. Harley comes in to watch because he's in the film. And Mr. Feeney comes in to stop the class from watching the tape. Mr. Turner says he hasn't seen what he's going to play. Um, and the, uh, but Corey says that they should play it. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Like, I know. Why is Harley in this classroom? Like why? Because he was in the movie. Well, no, I know yeah. it's just. I. I mean, I get the the. I. I. I know it was just so we could highlight Corey's apology. In other words, that he's. It's. It's a. It has to be as public as possible, right? Right. He has to. Everyone who's stop. made a comment about it knows exactly. that it is no longer true. Exactly. Because if Harley wasn't there, there could be the implication that maybe Corey is going to keep the lie going with the bullies right. in order to right. have status right. with the right. bullies. Right. So we have to bring him in. And it just felt so forced to me. I didn't. I, I actually, and, and this whole scene where it's like Mr. Turner hasn't watched the tape. Topanga hasn't watched the tape yeah. of her own project. Like it all just felt like such a stretch to get to this sort of public apology moment. And I totally get why it had to happen this way. But it felt really forced to me and artificial. And I, I actually really it. felt the opposite about the Danny mm. stuff. I thought, oh, interesting. Like, what an easy way to make sure he hears the apology. He was all excited. The reason he was even, he didn't beat up Corey or take a fee was because he was like, you're going to be the star the- of my film. Right. And so I could see that that character being like, I'm going to be the star. I'm going to see, here's my screen debut. Then what um, I needed is a button at the end of the scene where he's like, I know. Should have had more me or whatever. You know, if he just made a comment to Corey, then I'd be like, because oh, you never now see him I know again. why Harley is here, and it right. makes and it brings it back full circle. But you know you can't because the hand, the handshake is so great. The friend yeah. friend is obviously the way to end the scene. But but maybe it should have been a line earlier where he like storms out because he's upset that he got cut or something. You know, like there's yeah. some, there's a better way to keep Harley in, in there. I think I love how the you teachers know. are. I think are scared of Harley too, and they didn't even mention anything like that. I know. I know. That's I know. just like yeah, that's artificial. <laughs> So, Actually, it's very the, '90s though. Every every '90s movie always ended with the big apology in front of the classroom or in front yeah. of. The, it was always very '90s to do that. Yeah. So the tape shows a couple of interviews they filmed with a lot of the importance put on love and sex, and then it cuts to a video of Corey in the kitchen explaining he doesn't have any experience with sex, even though some people think he does. And he then apologizes to Topanga, and Feeney realizes the project is working. He's shocked. Mister Turner says he's shocked too. And Topanga turns around and Corey asks if they are friends and they shake hands on their friendship, which is just a very sweet very, moment. Very nice. It's great. And then we're in the school hallway. Corey interviews Harley, who explains his reality is a moonlit night in the back of uh, his Impala with a girl whispering in his ear. Hey, you're crushing my cigarettes. Of course he has an Impala. Of course he does. <laughs> ah, I love it. It's funny. Well, it was good. 
And that's the end of our episode. I really liked this one. I, I really did like too. One Everybody too. liked this episode except my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Attorney Fridell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. I see merch. <laughs> podmeetsworldshow.com. And please join us for the next episode recap of season two, episode eight, Band on the Run, which aired November 11th, 1994. I think that's the episode where we get four guitars. Yes. Yes. The only way to make a true sound for a band. And is that Adam Scott's first episode? <laughs> it, it sure yes. is. Well, he's going to be yes. senior. Adam Scott's first episode. Senior. So, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next time. Writer, send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Daniel Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or send us an email at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all in the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hi, it's Danielle Fischel, Ryder Strong, and Will Friedel for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like... Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon. It's organic, non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. I can tell you firsthand, I quickly became obsessed with the Pink Apple. It really felt like I was drinking a soda, but healthy. Low calories with an impressive taste, which as you probably know, is not easy to find. It's been a great way to start my day, that's for sure. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.